Hey everybody, I'm Mike DeSepley and welcome to the Ask the Advisor Show podcast. Ask the Advisor is brought to you by Heritage Financial Advisory Group. And this week we're going to talk about three social security secrets that most Americans don't know. You know, many people are familiar with the program. It's a primary source of retirement income for most Americans. But there's a lot of nuances to the program that leave investors scrambling if they wait too long to find out about it. So we want to share a couple things here with you today. Uh, you know, Social Security is really going to be an essential provider for many Americans as they head off into retirement. But one of the biggest dirty little secrets that most people are not aware of about Social Security is that it was never intended to be your only source of retirement income. And yet when you tell many people that, they're very surprised to hear the news. So what I would encourage you to do if you're listening to this at home, the next time you get your social security statement, I want you to take it out. I want you to look at page one on the left-hand side, go down about three quarters of the way, and you're gonna see a statement there in bold, plain English that may surprise you. And that statement is, social security was never intended to be your primary or only source of income in retirement. Now think about that for a minute. You got about 80% of Americans that this will be their only source of income in retirement. And yet here is the Social Security Administration telling you that this program was never designed to be your only source of retirement income. So what does that mean? What it means is that you really need to do a good job of saving while you're still working, accumulating assets so that you're able to deploy these assets and create an income stream for yourself in retirement. You know, Social Security is really only intended to replace about 40% of your pre-retirement income. And those formulas are really skewed more towards lower earning Americans. So for some of you higher earners out there, 40% is probably too high of a number to even consider. And even that, when you consider the fact that Social Security's trust fund is in major financial trouble as we sit here today, if you're somebody who's 10, 15, 20 years out from retirement, that 40% number could very well be much, much lower by the time you actually retire. So do a good job, save as much as you can, put those dollars into accounts that will help you appreciate your assets, help you accumulate more money, and then you can distribute those assets in retirement. Another thing that people don't know about Social Security is that if you're still working when you claim Social Security, there's a possibility your benefit may be reduced. Okay, there's certain thresholds of income that if you're working part-time, full-time, whatever it may be, and you're drawing from the benefits, there's certain thresholds that if you go above these numbers, you're going to see a reduction in your benefits. So for example, in 2018, if you earn more than $17,040, in your part-time or full-time jobs and you're earning Social Security income as well, your benefits will be reduced by $1 for every $2 that you earn above those thresholds. So for some people working additionally may not even make sense. You really gotta run the math and see how that works out. Another thing to consider is that the age of claiming strategy for Social Security is constantly changing. You know, when the program was first introduced, 65 was considered to be the age of full retirement. And as we've seen the Social Security Trust Fund come under heavy pressure and financial stress, they've had to make some modifications to full retirement age. So if, you've been if you were born before 1943, the age is still gonna be 65 for you to claim full benefits. If you were born between 1943 and 1954, 66 is gonna be your age of full retirement. And if you're born after 1954, it's gonna be 67 before you can claim a full benefit for Social Security. So for some of the younger listeners, out there, 
that age could very well be close to 70 by the time you go to collect your benefits. So it's something to consider. And if you do claim your benefits early before that full retirement age, you will take a reduction in your benefits. So just as an example, if your full age of full retirement is 66 and you decide to claim it at 65, your benefit's going to be reduced by almost 7%. Okay, And the, the earlier you take it, the more the reduction will be. So that's something that is very important that you have to factor into your retirement planning strategy. Another thing to consider is that non-U.S. citizens can actually collect Social Security benefits. Many people are unaware of this. And it really makes sense. They're working here in the United States. They're contributing to the Social Security system. So why would they not be able to draw benefits from the system as well? Uh, but yet when we have conversations with people, most people think you have to be a United States citizen born here in the U.S. in order to claim the benefits. And that's just not true. If you've migrated here, you're working here, you're paying into the system, you're entitled to benefits as well. So again, these are just some facts that most people do not know about Social Security. There's so many different claiming strategies that you can utilize when your day comes. But it's very important to consider these things before you actually retire. This way you can see what the benefits look like, how much money you're going to get, and make the necessary modifications while you're still working and you still have that earnings power. So we thank you guys for tuning in here today. If you enjoy the podcast, if you like what you hear, you can help us out by leaving us a rating or review wherever it is that you get your podcast. Share it with friends and family, anybody you know out there that's not getting the attention and advice they deserve around their money. Our goal with this show is to help investors not just increase their return on investment, but increase their return on life as well. So we thank you for listening. We'll see you back next week.